Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Monday, the 5th of August. Unbelievable that we are already like in the first week of August. On um, August 17th to September 2nd, we will be playing archives because I will be out of the country. So I will not be here um, in the same time zone, I guess. And I just realized it's already coming. I've known for a long time, but it's coming. So I will not be here, crazy as that is. So I just wanted to make sure I let everybody know because I always miss everyone when I'm not here. And it's just, it's the sad part of having to go anywhere, I guess. But today's topic, I could not wait to do. And it's about men because somehow we have gotten to a place and it, it just, bothers me that men are like put in this category of they know better, they do things, they violate people, they hurt people, they don't have feelings, they don't have expressions because they don't talk about things, especially to people outside their inner circles. So if they lived in a situation where they live with someone and they don't have a place to express, where do all those feelings go? The reason I'm bringing all of this up is that, believe it or not, my highest listener base on the radio My highest client base of people who called me for appointments when I was doing appointments, and even when I'm speaking, if I'm out somewhere speaking, it attracts men in the medium to higher income bracket between the ages of 24 and 54 is the most common fault. But when I meet older men, I have had men literally sit with me and cry. Because whatever they were holding in for all this time, they never actually tried to feel their feelings. And a lot of it was because they didn't know how. See, everyone asks kids, how are you feeling? You know, this is too hard. And, and yet with boys, we, we have this kind of boy code. Like, you know, we don't want to overwhelm them. We don't want to tell them all this stuff. But like women and children, women especially, have such a built-in support system 
if they don't even partake in it as an adult, when they're younger, it's having friends, other women that are friends, and we talk to ad nauseum about boys and about our parents, and we, you know, just we go into it. And we develop, as we get older, outlets for how we feel. We just develop this analytical part of us that says, oh, well, this happened because, and, and, you know, well, I'm just in a funk today, but I'll get out of it. And we go to our friend and we talk to them and we build a bridge away from it. So men don't have a lot of experience. So when they are upset, they they actually don't know how to clearly get to what's bothering them. And I cannot tell you, as I developed relationships with men in terms of working, um, them calling me, and I would have people who are like the running companies. They're the CEO, the CFO of a, of a company and a working establishment. And, of course, they're going to be older to have those positions. They don't usually get those kind of positions in bigger companies too soon. And when they would talk to me, they would think and think about this one. They would think they're really angry, you know, I'm really upset that, boom, I feel like I have anger issues. And as I would hear what they're saying, and I remember the first time it happened because I felt like, you know, Christ sometimes will come in and sometimes he doesn't. People always say to me, what would Christ say? And I said, I don't know. If he comes through, he comes through. If he doesn't, he doesn't. I, have, I can't, like, make up stuff that Christ says. It's either going to happen or it's not. But this time... It did. And the answer was, you're actually chasing the wrong emotion. You're not angry. You go, well, what the heck am I? I said, well, it's not anger. Well, what is it? It's frustration. It's just plain and simple frustration. The first time I said that, I could feel, I wish I could at that time have seen this person, I could feel the deep breath. I could feel it. And it gets quiet. It's like the truth has a way of giving us space to just be quiet for a minute. Because the fact that there's this boy code or man code that comes in and they have not been able to express things for a long time, when they first try, To do so, the words they use are very broad-based. Anger, I don't have love, I don't feel love, I 
thought that love was. And I thought, how have we forgotten men? What's been going on with men? They've been walking around all this time and, you know, they never learn to feel. And they're in pain. Because the body holds and stores trauma and unexpressed emotions and feelings and conversations we didn't have, that we needed to have. So what happens is their body carries their burden as they get older. And they don't feel they have the right to feel to cry from happiness. Some men break those chains and allow themselves to feel a sense of freedom to talk a little more. And sometimes when men who've been raised with the man code, they love spending time with their children because their children don't know that they can't feel and the children feel so much that they come up and share a lot of that with them. So they get to be kids again before they had to shut down whatever feelings that they have. So how do we deal with now we're in a place of adult men in our lives who haven't been nurtured or taught how to deal with their feelings, and so they wouldn't dare say what they feel. They'll say what are facts. Did you ever hear men say, I just want the facts? Because that they can deal with, that they know what to do with. That's easy for them. They can run a company. They can lead a bunch of people. But sometimes we'll say, why did they make that decision? Because they didn't feel the decision. They made the decision. It didn't, they can't just feel and they can't just make, but there's a combination in there. But because their emotions are locked up and shut down, they don't feel free to include the feelings part, the emotions part. And their biggest fear is that they'll be judged as not being manly. So what happened to them in this whole, you know, blanket of evolution and people say, well, the females are, you know, now it's like the time for the females or the women and this is the women's time because we felt so under their thumbs. But the reason there was a problem was because they didn't know what to do with emotions. And we did learn. And if there's anything we have learned when it comes to men, is that as children, we need to be able to treat both sexes of our children to understand their feelings. That's a big big move. I had, um, I'm going to pull it up, but I had someone say that the reason men were forgotten was because they basically 
mess things up. And I'm thinking, mess things up? They really did a big part. But even in younger, with younger people, and this is the part that really makes me sad, the men feel, you know, they can't deal with their emotions. So women end up raising the kids when the relationship goes and breaks up. The men leave because they don't really know how to stay. They don't know how to balance because their own emotional structure isn't balanced. And I'm not saying this to give them an excuse or to give anybody a reason for doing things that aren't okay, because that's a line when we cross it, we know something is or isn't okay. That's not what today is about. But today is about this push that we want men to be as conscious and as warm as everyone else. And because we don't know how to get to their emotions, because they themselves don't know how to get to their emotions, when they get blamed for things, Oh, well, he never pays attention. Oh, he doesn't like to do this, so we don't include him. Oh, he doesn't like talking too much. Oh, you know, and he's off into this corner. Then there's no reason for that. Where do his feelings go? There's a reason why, and I don't know if this statistic is still true today because the numbers have risen for women now that we've become you know, years and years and years of accustomed to the workforce. But 10 o'clock Monday morning is the highest number of heart attacks that happen to men. Why? It, it, initially, they thought, well, it's because they're going back to work. They're actually more comfortable at work because there they know what to do. A lot of times they're faced with things on the weekend they didn't know what to do. And that feels like pressure. And then getting ready to go to work with things unfinished when they're used to tackling things, all of that pressure, it goes somewhere. And I want, if we can, be conscious and kind to the men in our lives, in our world, that we work with, that we spend time with, and gentle. When you say you know to a man, you know how people are. They actually don't. You have to describe it. If someone comes to you and says, I'm really feeling angry about this, say, it could be frustration. You're just frustrated because you don't know how to respond to that situation. Because they don't understand the mechanism of balance. So this is what Vincent Hawkins says when he first saw the post of the show. And he says, perhaps there is a feeling that men have taken us nowhere, that they have messed it all up, have not done a good job of things, and it's men's fault, and they should be punished and not included. I do not necessarily agree with that. It just posts the question you ask of why is it thus. I just wanted people to be aware, just flat out be aware of men. This whole show is just to be aware, 
to include them in conversations. It's not like, oh, well, the, the kid needs a mom. They're upset. You need to go talk to them. So the mom goes in because it's already naturally assumed between the two parents that the mom will be able to deal with the emotions. Men are not good at that. So she goes in, she comes out, and they're like, what happened? What if you both went in? Because you know who else needs to be schooled in that family. Just about emotions, because that's why mom goes in. When the child gets in trouble, the mom takes care of the soft part. And it's not to turn men into women and women into men and children into, it's that they get pulled back emotionally and their growth is stunted. So the coping mechanisms they have are also stunted. And that's what you want to develop. It doesn't make men softer in the way that we think or they think they're scared they're going to be because then they're breaking their own man code. But there has to be a middle ground in there where they have the tools in their toolbox to deal with their emotions. To know the difference between anger and frustration. To know the difference between love and infatuation. To know the difference between curiosity and and love. One of the most important, important characteristics to a man or what they want in life, it actually wasn't sex. Everyone thinks so because under the man code, that's their masculinity. But in real life, what came out above everything else was their honor that they've done right, that they've done well, that they took care of their families. That was their biggest thing, or took care of their wives, or took care of whatever they needed to do financially, because those are markers. You have a happy family, you're behind that. You're the, you're the silent partner building the bricks to allow that to happen. If you were able to provide for your family, that's evident that you worked hard in their mind, that you did well, you did right by your family or your own life. Those things, as they are important to everyone else as markers, it's the only measurement of success or achievement emotionally for men. They have no other markers because they cannot handle or were not taught to handle their emotions. For some reason, we're under this impression that they are born with all this information. And because they look big and strong, we expect them to know everything So when they do something that isn't okay, we jump down the throat as though they should know better. But the truth is, if they did know better, they would have done better. To just take time for an extra explanation 
if when you go in to speak to the kids, you both go in. Or maybe even he just go in. Because then he'll have to think about, instead of the kid should know this, he'll realize how much the kid doesn't know. And he'll realize he too doesn't know that. And he may even learn to say things like, I don't know. Maybe we should both ask mom. And then the child feels like they're learning with the father. The two can bond and the growth can happen. There's something huge behind allowing everyone the right to feel. And we've kind of unspokenly in so many situations never assumed that men needed that. One thing I learned from talking to CEO after CEO after CEO is that nobody talks to them. Nobody. Everyone's scared of them. They will tell me, you're the only person I've ever had this discussion with. At home, I'm the man who runs the company, so I should be able to know everything. At work, everybody's scared of them. They don't want to say, how was your day? They'll just be like, hello, mister, so-and-so. And everybody's, you know, either, I want to say, building up to trying to get his approval or attention, or they're the type that don't like management but work there anyway and then talk against management all day. So you have both, you know, you have the one who wants to be moved up and grown and the other ones who want to be moved up and grown, but they have two different methods of getting there, neither of which include him as a person. And at the same time, he can't just hang out with the guys the same way because of those dynamics. So they sit in an office and everyone's scared of them. A lot of times, back in the day when there were um, an administrative staff, if there was only one person, they would become very close with that person because they would almost be like a work wife or, or friend if it were a man. But for the most part, that little office is a place nobody goes to. They do have, like, conventions every year, big get-togethers for CEOs of certain companies, and they talk about methods and how to, like, improve staffs and improve production and improve motivation and all of that. They, they talk about that. But all of them, when they're there, for the most part, act like they know what they're doing emotionally. And most of the time, the things they talk about is how to improve the bottom line through this method or that method or or something like that. And they all can do that. That's easy. And they really taught me that everyone has their challenges. but they just don't look like they have challenges, do they? 
And the younger people now, the younger men, when on the other side, because I, I, it's like it goes from this thing where all the older people called me. There's a couple of them that until today, I do not know their first name. I do not know the real first name, I should say. I don't know what company they represent, but it's so big that they did not want me to know. They wanted to feel free, to say what they needed to say, to get addressed to what they needed to address. And I really looked at, wow, they knew enough to know that that part of them came to them with a cost, that they have this, like, narrow bandwidth of expressions that they can take on, indulge in. That they knew enough to know that they wanted to do this from a place of love. They wanted to go back to the fork in the road of their own lives. And they did want to repave it with love. And even just saying that to them, just saying that to them meant a lot. Because that gave them something concrete. It's like build the bridge between their world and their feelings. That, oh, wow, go back to that fork in the road. I kind of had to go back to the fork in the road when I came to this company and rebuild it this way and do this and implement these strategies. I said, same with your feelings. Whatever you're feeling, take yourself back to that point and rebuild it. And you can do that without feeling like you've become too soft to be efficient or effective in your world. You can do that at home with your wife. It may surprise her at first. But you can say, I want to I dial back a little bit. And I want you to know that that didn't really upset me. What really upset me was I, I wanted to be included. And I didn't realize that I wanted to be included. And I didn't realize that that's why I felt upset. But I feel like a lot of stuff in our home goes on without me. And I think I'm at the point in life where I kind of want to be part of it. Oh, wow, you do. Yeah, wow, I always thought you didn't. That's why we didn't include you. Just a simple conversation like that starts to broaden the bandwidth of expressions because now you're included in some of the fun stuff that everyone else thought you would think was silly as a man. It's a huge shift in our world. And again, it goes back to origins of truth where Christ said that love is genderless. And yet, for some reason, because we felt women were put down, women were oppressed, they couldn't do the same as men, they don't get paid the same as men, how did all that happen, how did that structure begin, and we we have all these reasons, we have the Me Too movement, and, you know, a lot of that is just 
bottled up, lack of awareness, lack of speaking. The cost to all of us is the lack of education of our own emotions. Crossing the line, not caring if you, you know, hurt somebody's feelings or really hurt them emotionally and and made a huge dent in how they're going to view the world because of your actions. And I'm not even seeing that at times, but that's crossing the line into criminality because we know that we've done something hurtful to others. But the majority of people in life don't cross that line. We hear about the ones that do, but they don't cross that line. They have a right to feel. They need to feel that freedom because it does hit them physically. It does give them such, you know, a, a short wick of how they can feel. They're either happy or they're angry. There you go. They got two emotions going for them. But they can be silly. They can love. They can use the word love. They need to cry once in a while. They need to laugh a lot. This topic can go on and on, but my time's already out. I feel like I could talk about men forever because I absolutely love their souls. I will see you guys tomorrow, Tuesday, August 6th. Have a great Monday, a great start to the week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.